Recorded live. One, two, one, two, one, two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we are, another Monday night episode of Guard Your Grill Boxing. I'm going to be your host tonight, Roberto Flack. We got uh, my man Ride or Die coming on in a few. I uh, believe maybe uh, Sleep is coming on, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we got some fights we're going to cover. Well, really, in particular, the HBO, HBO Latino card that uh, took place over the weekend, as well as... Uh, <clears throat> Cunningham versus Tarver, that's going to be taking place this Friday, another PBC event. And, uh, you know, we got some uh, topics to cover as well uh, concerning the official announcement that Floyd Mayweather and (laughs) um, uh, Andre Berto, like we all expected, is going to take place. But, well, unfortunately for a lot of us, uh, it's not going to be on CBS, but it will be on pay-per-view. And uh, we'll be discussing that uh, as far as uh, the undercard is concerned and things of that nature. And some other topics as far as fights that were announced uh, this past week and and such. But uh, before I get to that and, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, getting into some of the fights, I wanted to really uh, get off topic uh, for boxing for a little bit, uh, you know, while I wait for uh, for Ryder Dye and everybody. And... You know, it, it's it's well known for everybody who listens to the show that, you know, we're, as Coltrane likes the term, we are um, boxing degenerates, and we watch any fight that is on, you know, regardless if it's a high-tier, low-tier type of fight. But as well, you know, we're all hip-hop fans, and uh, it, it's sad to say, man, that we lost another one, uh, a, a, another who I consider a legend in the game, Sean Price, over the weekend as uh, he passed away at the age of 43, the legendary uh, member of Alpha Skelter, who was uh, known as Ruck. Uh, he uh, passed away. I'm not, as far as uh, the details are concerned, I'm not sure as to exactly what happened, but 
uh, he he did uh, he did pass away, and it, it's again, man, just uh, a, a shock, really, man. I mean, this is a guy for me, and, and I and I got a <clears throat> as we segue into boxing, you know, I, I got a funny story uh, concerning um, the first time I actually saw Sean Price, and this was uh, 1996, and uh, it was it was uh, you know there's a convention down here, and you know I'm in a you know I'm I'm the Miami representative, uh, there was a there was a convention that they used to have in South Beach called How Can I Be Down, and it w- it was in in a way for artists, up and coming artists, to network with other artists, and and you know if you when I tell you or when you think about the music or the artists that were out in 1996, think of those people like on the on the side streets of Collins Avenue and South Beach or Washington Avenue and you know people like Busta Rhymes and Rampage and all these all, all these different people and uh you know <laughs> you're walking the streets of South Beach and you know we got my man Drew, my man KNS, uh myself, uh, my man Scripps and we're, we're we're walking up the street and one of the hotels there was just not a huge crowd, but just like we just started spotting a, a, a young exhibit, a consequence, a bust of rhymes, and then we saw Helter Skelter, and they were all there, and, and then some OGC. So my man with the camera was like, "Yo, let's go, let's go!" And so we were all rushing, and and, and you know we were, and they're not, and they're, and they weren't being really, you know, like you know Hollywood about it or anything. I mean, they were just dapping everybody up because. To them, I mean, a lot of them. That was the first time they ever been, they ever been to South Beach, so it was like they were just like embracing everybody, and you know, we it, it was just crazy, man. I mean, it, it, like that stuff couldn't happen today. But I mean, not to get off topic, my man's filming everybody, and he goes to who is Ruck, not Rock. <laughs> Ruck is Sean Price, and he calls my man Drew calls him Rock. He goes, "Yo, Rock, say something to the camera," and he goes your mother <laughs> and everybody just you know when i tell you bust the rhymes exhibit one of the cats from ogc and somebody else um it, it was it was everybody was just dying man and it was it was just hilarious to to, to really see experience that but like him just get sunned on his own camera and i'm pretty sure he still has that footage man so um so yeah man i mean rest in peace to uh Sean Price, man. I mean, it's a tragic loss. I mean, and, and condolences to his his immediate family and and the whole Duckdown family. I mean, that's. I mean, like I said, man, for for the people who are hard, heavy duty hip hop heads, like like I said, most of the panel here are. I mean, really. I mean, I think all of us are. This is a this is a big loss, man. So um, rest in peace to to Sean Price. So who who do we got on the call? We got R.O.D. on here for for a few oh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ride or die, man. What's popping, man? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, you, that was a great introduction you had, man, to um, Sean Price, man. You know, if I could, I don't have a story personally, like in terms of me meeting him, but I can tell you that Kimball Price was one of the best mixtapes, man. Next to oh, next, yeah. next next to the Beanie Siegel mixtape, man. That um that Beanie Siegel mixtape that was out a couple of, when he first came out. Yeah. This, that Kimball. Oh, and the Jada Kiss mixtape. That Green Lantern Jada Kiss mixtape. 
Yep. The Chemical Price. Those three are like the best mixtapes <laughs> I've ever heard. I've just ever ruthless, heard. Just ruthless music, yeah. Just like honestly, like I was telling somebody, you know what Kimbo Price is dope? When you have a sixteen year old son and he you know, he plays competitive basketball and he's warming up to um onion heads. Oh wow. You know, like <laughs> you know, so that's, man that's he, dope, man, that's dope. Yeah, he he, he did you, you know what, man? It's so tragic, man. But it just goes to show you, you know, as we get older you know, our own, you know, mortality. A lot of us think we're immortal, but our own mortality and just the need to take care of ourselves more and, and um, just cherish everything that we have, man. You know, I mean, you know, here's a guy. They said, what's so interesting about him, um, I was reading, I forget what I was reading. I think it was Ari the Rugged Man. He said, here was a guy that toured the world and was such a real dude that he could have moved out of the project. He just never moved out. I mean, I don't know if you would consider that lack of wisdom or what. He just wasn't into that material thing. He was just a real down-to-earth type of guy. Well, yeah, I mean, it was – I I, re- I was kind of reading somewhere where they were saying he he didn't take himself serious, but, like, he took his craft serious. But, like, he, he knew how to dibble and dabble, which kind of like between both worlds where it's like he never sacrificed his music to get anywhere like, his personality alone just got him so many places. I mean, if you see some of the stuff that he did on YouTube and just these, these parodies and these jokes, it was hilarious. I mean, like, he could have he really been on TV, man, like, on, on, some, on some, some real business tips. Like, he, 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 he was hilarious, man. And beyond that, I mean, he was just, uh, you, you know, you talk about people who, um, I, I guess they, 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 they stick to what they do best, you know, and some people would argue, you know, you got you to gotta expand a little, what have you. But, you know, when you think about it, man, like Sean Price would tour the world, man, and, like, sell out crowds. And people just and, – and, and, and go to these other countries, and they know his, his music, like, verbatim. Yeah, man. You know, and, it, and it's it, wild. And the other thing that was crazy since you said, like, appreciation – um, I know there was a revolt or almost like a bunch of uh, people that were just kind of like going AWOL with Hot 97 in New York because, you know, when he was alive. They weren't they nothing, yeah. Exactly. Now that he's dead, they're like, oh, well, here's Sean Price Hour. And they were like, well, wait a minute. How are you giving somebody their flowers now that he's dead? But when he was alive, he didn't do anything for this guy. He didn't play anything. He didn't give me exposure. Nothing, man. And, you know. Again, if you wasn't really a good, a real hip-hop head, you really didn't know who Sean Price was. You didn't know that he was basically Ruck, you know, from, 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 you know, from Ruck and Rock. You never knew that, you know. It was just you thought those guys went away. And, um, you know, it's just a shame, man. It really is, man. We, we're losing talent, man, first with, you know, with, with, with Pumpkinhead this year, now with him. I'm still trying to get over Pun, you know, Um <laughs> Just a lot of lyrics, man. Just going down the drain. Yeah, man. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's tragic, man. I mean, even on a personal level for them, I mean, for his immediate family, and then just, and you got to think of just like his entire crew, man. I mean, he was a right. staple of boot camp, man. And it's, uh, I mean, just for hip hop in general, man. I mean, this is, like I said, man, just really tragic loss, man. So I mean, rest in peace to Sean Price and condolences to. 
his entire family. Yep, yep, yep. So, so. what do we have here? What do we have here? Uh, you know, I know some things going on. I mean, it was a light week. I know we had the HBO Latino car, and, um, you know, I'll be the first to say that um, I saw the preview. I mean, I saw the, 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 you know, the review, rather, not the preview, but I didn't really watch it, and I'll be the first to admit, I'm, even though I'm a degenerate, I didn't watch it, and I apologize because I had a date night, and um, <laughs> I had, I, I'll be, it's funny because those guys, they always tease me about watching this show, but I watch Power, and <laughs> I had to watch it with my wife. <laughs> so Yo, yeah, like, You got the Power Fever. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she's like, you know, you you gonna watch this, and I'm like, all right, you know what? That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna do. So I apologize. So I let you review, and just you know, I'll just you know chime in wherever. But go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, it's I I almost forgot about the fight because in, initially I thought there were some I thought there were some Fox Sports One cards, but then I was like, no, 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 wait a minute. There's there's a there's, there's a HBO Latino card and. I actually didn't catch it live. I watched it the next morning. And then, you know, obviously with technology these days, you know, you go out to YouTube and, you know, you, you will find it <laughs> somehow, some way. So it, it was uh, Golden Boy's uh, <clears throat> Johan Perez. And excuse me for the the name, you know, with the exception of Gennady Golovkin and Kovalev, Dmitry Mikhail. Uh, Mikhailenko. David, um, it was a it was a junior welterweight bout, and I mean, honestly, man, good scrap. You know what? Uh, it, you know, with, with, with Johan Perez, I, I've seen him. I mean, I, I, have you seen him fight ROD? I have. I have not. I have. I have not. Well, um, he's five eleven. I mean, he's one of those guys. You know, he's tall, lanky. And he's fighting a junior welterweight, and you know when you you know the trend I've been seeing though with with these Russians, man, <laughs> is they just they come to fight, man. And, and mind you, you know there, there's some that are, are, are a little more skilled than than others, but at the same time, it's just I, I've seen a trend where it, it's just the pace wears down these fighters, man. And then you know inevitably what happened, the fight got stopped around the eighth round. Um, where it was just an accumulation of punches and, you know, um, Perez, you know, couldn't take anymore. And this is a guy that, you know, I think Golden Boy was trying to push a bit and, and get him in there. But, like, he had he had, um, he had lost a couple fights prior. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, again, man, I mean, I think with a guy like Dmitry uh, Mikulenko, I, I think that's how you pronounce his name. He, again, man, like, he's one of those guys who's going to be – a, a, a tough fight, man. When you think of the, I, I mean, I don't want to put them up there with Provotnikov, but uh, I mean, they, I mean, but these guys were treating blows, man. I mean, it, it was it was a pretty good scrap. I mean, for for a fight that, like, I guess I wasn't like really, you know, paying attention to or I saw on the radar. Um, you know, again, man, some of these fights, man, that where you start to get glimpses of guys that may be uh, contenders at 140, and when you think about, you know, what you've been talking about for the past. You know, a few shows how the 140 pound division is looking, and the and the guys that are there, uh, Perez. I I just think I mean he he's got the height and what have you. I just I don't he doesn't have the power, and 
you know, I think a, a lot of times they were just in the phone booth and, you know, there wasn't much head movement at all. And, you know, in, in that type of scenario, you know, you're going to go with the guy who's really pushing the pace and, 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 and Mickey Lingo, uh, you know, got, got the stoppage. So, uh, that that's that's the that was pretty much the gist of the fight, man. I mean, it was a good scrap for eight rounds. Though. That's so, it. That's the way. Now, 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 Perez is is what weight class? He's one forty. One forty. Okay. I think I have. I'm sorry. I have seen him fight before. Yeah, I've After seen him for some reason. For some, for some reason. <laughs> excuse me, audience. I thought I thought we were talking about. Mike Perez. Oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. The heavyweight. Right, 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 right. The Cuban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I know exactly you're talking about. I know you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's what happens, man. When you when you basically when you have like a week or a weekend where you know you kind of like have family things to do and you kind of like you know, you kind of like want to want to drift away, but you kind of can't turn the channel. This is what you, what you, tur- what you, you know, get yeah. hit with. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, well, I mean, that that's pretty much it uh, as far as that fight's concerned. But, uh, you know, I guess we can shift over to uh, what's coming over this coming weekend, which is, I believe, Friday, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Friday night. Just got paid Friday night. You know, you just got paid. Good Friday <laughs> I night. Right. You know. no, I played that record Friday. <laughs> Are you did? I swear, it, yo, it, it just was random. Just one of those random nights, but, um, it, it, but yeah, probably, it, it probably it probably sound good, you know, from, from does, where no, you are yeah, down yeah, there. Oh, but yeah, but still, like you you play like in the perfect scenario, man. Like it just works. Friday night, boom, 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 and, and you know, it's kind of like. Um, well, with this with this fight, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be kind of a a song we're going to be singing like with high praise as far as what um, as far as how the fight may turn out. But nevertheless, I'm somewhat intrigued as far as how this fight's going to turn out. This fight is obviously the next PBC day that's going to be on Spike TV, which is going to pit USS Cunningham against Antonio the Magic Man Harbor. So. R.D., you want to set this one off? Yeah, I mean, here are two guys, man, that basically have, you know, they've become, they've had success in lower weight classes, and, you know, all of a sudden they've moved up. You know, you have Tarver. Obviously, we know him from being an older Olympian in the 96 class, you know, who went, you know, who kind of fought Roy Jones and he was younger, then he like kind of chased Roy Jones around. He finally got the fight, you know, to, to beating him twice. Um, you know, just moved up in, in weight. You know, now now all of a sudden he's he's a he's a heavyweight, you know, he's beating Jonathan Banks. The call of the quicks goes here and there. He's been Macy Dixon, you know, the Mason Dixon line. <laughs> and and you know, then we have a situation with Tarver who's a friend to the show from Philadelphia, you know, former, um, you know, you know, thank him for his service and everything like that. Um, you know, he come, he's former Marine, you know, he come, you know, he's, uh, you know, kind of been like Sean Price a little bit, man, like kind of like fighting overseas a lot, been overseas a lot, kind of built his name over there. You know, he gets a fight with, um, Adamac over here in, in you know, in Newark and, you know, he, he loses that, but it was such a good scrap that, he finally gets his name up out there, and you know, 
then he kind of move, you know, then he kind of moves up after that to uh, fight Tyson Fury. You know, knock Tyson Fury down, but he gets knocked out himself. And now here we are with Tarver, and it's kind of funny because they're both sort of like technicians in a sense. You know, um, I've always commended Steve Cunningham for. Let me say this real fast. There was a point in time where I picked Steve Cunningham to beat a prime David Hay just because of his skill alone. And everybody knew that I was a big David Hay fan. But um, I picked him to beat him because he was so technically sound. I thought that David Hay had, you know, some some flaws. But, um, you know, I, I could have been wrong with that. But with that being said, here are two guys that kind of grew, grew out of their divisions but moved up and now they're meeting that heavyweight. Um, what's intriguing about this fight is what you said. I would have never had put these two guys together. Tarver seems like he's an analyst. He's a fighter. He's a an Instagram star. Then he's an analyst again. <laughs> then he wants to be a fighter. So it's like this one revolving circle. Then you have, you know, Cunningham who like, you know, he retires, you know, or not really retired, you go on these, like, long, like, hiatus, then he comes back and he fights, and, you know, you kind of wonder where he is and where he's not and what he's doing. So, you know, I think this fight is going to be a, a chess match in the beginning. I think these guys are, are well on the, you know, on the uh, the right side of their career, not the left side, they're more on the, the younger, the older side of the meter than the younger side. And... um I don't think it's going to be really action-packed, you know, like as, as most of these heavyweight bouts are. You know, and I'm not talking about the Klitschko. It's not going to be anything like Deontay Wilder or Severn. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, it's going to be basically two guys jabbing each other, holding each other. And I believe it or not, you're going to laugh. I think the best guy whose condition is going to win this fight. How about that? That's as stupid as that sounds. I think the well-conditioned guy is going to win this fight because I I think they both have respectable skills. You know, obviously the advantage that Tarver has for him is that, you know, he has a great he has a great jab and um, he's a lefty. And, you know, obviously the advantage that Steve Cunningham has for him is that, you know, he's always been in good condition. He's a competitor. And, um, you know, he has, he has, he has good skills as well. It's really hard for me to call this fight. It really is. It, it really, like, I can't, for the life, I can see this fight going both ways. I can see Tarver winning this fight, but I can see Steve Cunningham win this fight. I'm really, it's really a toss-up to me. It's really a toss-up to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, you brought up a lot of good points just, as far as just um, their approach, you know, just, just skill-wise, but, I start to look back at really two things. One, you know, we forget how old Tarva is, man. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's a, we we see him. I mean, he's been he's been, um, you know, Showtime's uh, color commentator for you know several years now, and now, well now he's doing the PVC. But uh, I mean, he's another guy too who. Uh, I mean, he he lost. I mean, the last time he fought like anybody really credible per se. Well, I mean, you could say Chad Dawson. He lost both of those fights, and then he uh, lost he lost to Bernard Hopkins. I mean, the whole thing the the whole thing with Tarver is his claim to fame has always been the fact that he knocked Roy Jones out and beat him again. 
and he beat Glenn Johnson too. But during that time, you know, he 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 never really beat like a the upper echelon as far as like if he he had beaten the Hopkins or like he had beaten the Dawson who was younger than him. So it it, it kind of makes me think like well with Cunningham he he's not a young buck either. But at this, it, it, it's I'm leaning towards him to, because you you kind of hit the nail on the head the conditioning and this is a heavyweight right? Yeah. He, yep. Yep. You're absolutely right. It is right. So okay. So well, Cunningham. I mean, he's been fighting at cruiserweight for some time now. I I I well, I th- well yeah. That's what he's been fighting at now. You know, for for a while now, right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, with with Tyson Fury, I mean, he's been kind of Adam up and down. And yeah, Adam. Yeah, and it's just funny because neither one of these guys, to me, are really true heavyweights. But carry heavyweights, right? Exactly. So I just look at Tarver, and I don't know if you saw him in his last fight. It's just he just like to to give Cunningham credit, man. I mean, he he's always in shape for the most part. You uh-huh. know, I mean, he he comes in shape, and with Tarver, it's like. Um, not that we define muscularity or anything like that as far as being in shape, but I mean, you could kind of tell, you know, just, just off the bat, as far as somebody who shouldn't be at, at a weight class. But again, is Tarver a, a full-time fighter or is he a part-time <laughs> fighter, part-time, like you said, Instagram uh, celebrity and, and things of that nature? And, you know, you start to think like, well, Cunningham, here's another thing. He got robbed in his last fight. Didn't he? Yeah, the, 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 yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started yep. to think about that, and I'm like, man, he's got something to prove at this point, you know. And and and, and I don't know, man. I mean, it, it can really go either way, but I just kind of leaning towards Cunningham. It's like I'm almost thinking like he's going to get his just due. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, the, the Philly and me. You know, I know Tarvis from Florida. That's another thing we got going on here. You being from Florida, us being from Florida. Yeah. You know. He's a, he's a little more north. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you would, hope, you would hope that's the case. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, like I, like I said, that's exactly what I was saying before. Like the fresher guy should win this fight. And I don't know how we define fresh. You know, Tarvis never been knocked out before. Hey. Tarver's really rarely been knocked down. You know, I remember Eric yeah. Harden stopped him early in his career because he had a broken jaw. Remember, that was like really nothing. Then he came back and yeah. destroyed Eric Harden. And then, you know, Bernard knocked him down, but that was really like kind of like a a balance shot. He really, Bernard really put it on him. But other than that, we've really never seen him like thoroughly hurt. We've seen, we've seen Steve Cunningham get knocked down by Adamac. We've seen him get knocked down by Tyson Fury. Um, and to, you know, and, and to Tarver's credit, you know, or to uh, Cunningham's credit, he's fought those guys. I mean, you know, Tarver hasn't fought Tyson Fury at heavyweight. You know, you know, I don't even think he's fought anybody like Adamek. To be honest, I mean, Bernard Hopkins and those guys are different, are different caliber. So we can say Steve never fought those guys either. But they all have their little intricate you know, oppositions they fought, and you can't really – this is a weird fight, man. It's, it's, it's almost I, like, you know – I agree. <laughs> it's almost like making – honestly, it's almost like making – if I were to say, let's move um, – now, after a couple of years, let's move Rigadal and our other boy up a couple of weight classes and make them fight. 
uh, what's our boy name? Um, Rigadal and uh, who was Rigadal supposed to fight? Oh my goodness, I have his name in the tip of my tongue. With Lomachenko. Lomachenko, right? It's almost like you know, let's let's get these two technicians to kind of move up and fight when they're at the tail end of their career, and um, let's make them fight from where they are now. Let's make them fight at a uh, super middleweight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, are you serious, man? It's, it's crazy. Or like, you know, when we see James Tony fight at heavyweight, it's like, it's like some of these things don't belong. Remember, we saw was it Durant, was it Roberto Durant fighting at heavyweight or something like that at one point in time? Speaking of James Tony, he he fought over the weekend. He lost to like uh to like some club fighter apparently. Yeah, journeyman. And he needs and you know he needs to he needs to retire. But knowing James Tony, he's so competitive and hard headed. He's going to continue to fight. But um. <laughs> But uh, it's just amazing, man, how this is what makes this fight so difficult. You know, I mean, these guys, you know, when has when has uh, Steve Cunningham been a light heavyweight? Never. You know? Never, you're right. And, you know, Tarver has always had a big frame. And, you know, we saw how the propensity he has to gain weight when he was filming Rocky. When Bernard caught him, he was, like, ballooned up to over 200. You know, so, like, at the end of the day, it's like, wow, man, like, th- these guys are, like, skipping, like, weight classes when you just like to see them fight, like, when they were just younger and fresher. But with that being said, you know, I, it's just really – Tarver has a really sneaky way of, of, of surprising people, too. Like, how many times have we counted him out and the quote-unquote real magic, man? You know, that's just what he calls himself. <laughs> yeah, just kind of shows up. Like, for instance, Jonathan Banks. I, I thought Jonathan Banks was going to beat him. Because he was commentating, yeah. you know, he, he, you know, he was just, just seemed like he wasn't really interested in boxing. He was just doing some other stuff, had other things going on, and then he knocks out Jonathan Banks. I'm like, wow, man, serious? So, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 fans, I can't tell you what to expect. I, I expect a technical match. I don't think anyone's gonna get. I don't think anyone's gonna get knocked out. I just feel like they're just. Just be more methodical than anything, you know. I think that these guys are not, you know, true heavyweights. They're just here to knock people out. When Evander Holyfield moved up from cruiserweight to heavyweight, one of the things, and he and Evander Holyfield's special. Don't get me wrong, but most of the times when you when you have a cruiserweight moving to heavyweight, these guys were killers. Or like a Michael Moore who moved up, man. These people yeah. were like killers. They were destroying people. They were hurting people. They had a punch and they carried it up with them. Whereas I, I don't really see Tarver really carrying that punch with him and, and that desire. And I don't see – Steve Cunningham has never been really a, a knockout-type dude, you know. So I'm going to just go with the fresh – I think I can just go with the fresher fighter, you know. I mean, that's really it. I don't expect any fireworks. Listen, if I came back, if I came and I, and I went, and this is going to sound bad, and if I turned the fight on, went to the movies, and saw NWA and came back. Because <laughs> NWA, NWA comes out on Friday, I still believe that fight will probably still be going on. <laughs> That's bad, man. God forgive me, man. God forgive me. I can't pick a winner, man. Extra rounds. Yeah, like, like shutting death. First person that lands a blow. I can't pick a winner, man. I'm sorry. Uh, I, 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 mean, I, mean, I just I don't mean, know. I don't know what we get into. I, 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 it's tough. I mean, I, I, you're making great points. I just, I, 
I'm leaning towards Cunningham, but it, it, it's it really can go either way, man. But it, it's it, it's a fight. I don't think is going to be. And again, man, like it's one of these these deals, man, where it, it's you know we we can't expect every single PBC card to be like extraordinary and, and what have you, but. You know, we'll get into some other fights that were are being made, and it, it's it's getting a little ridiculous as far as the the the, the topic that we touched on a, a couple episodes ago, where it was the quality over quantity. The quantity, yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things like people laugh at Prince, and you know, we have two music guys, and we got you know we got Docs, and we got we all like music, but you know, Docs and Roberto, and it's funny, man. The one thing about Prince. They always talk about how Prince CDs came out like they were like mixtapes, you know. You know, every Prince had a ton of CDs, but Prince CDs that came out were quality CDs. There's yeah. some guys that just put out stuff, and you're just like, why? You know, in our in our voice, Roberto, why? Why, why preacher? Why? Why? <laughs> so I just, you know, for this, I'm happy because there's a situation where we can actually have something to look forward to, but. Is getting to the point now where we're where we're just having quality of fights and we're just missing it. You know, we're just missing. You know, the whole like sit down and, and watch it because it's just they're just all over the place. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, well, I guess to segue into uh, the quality over quantity, <laughs> we uh, got the official word that you know I guess we we were on uh, pins and needles if you will, uh, as far as who uh, or when the announcement would, would come as to when uh, Floyd would, uh, you know, or who he'd be fighting on September 12th. A lot of us pretty much knew, but uh, it is going to be Andre Berto, and, he, and he's going to be fighting him not on CBS, but on pay-per-view, which to a lot of the fans, and surprisingly enough, even some of the Mayweather fans have that kind of like side smirk, like kind of like damn, you know. <laughs> and the the undercard was released, and and, and it's going to be at the MGM brand, of course. And uh, they released the undercard, which is going to be Orlando Salido versus Rocky Martinez too. For I want to say the WBA lightweight title, and. Then they're going. Then I believe the the uh, the main undercard fight is going to be uh, Bad Dow Jack versus uh, George Groves for the I want to say the 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 WBA or the IB the WBA um, super middleweight title. So that's going to be in the undercard, and then the main event with Floyd and Berto. So. <laughs> You know, we um, well initially when we were hearing the the whole talks of of you know Floyd picking either Andre Berto or Kareem Mayfield. I mean, I think a lot of us were were of the understanding that he wasn't going to fight anybody that we would think would have some moderate uh, chance of looking pretty good in against. So. He puts out the names Kareem Mayfield and Andre Berto, but you know we're under the notion that 
this fight's going to be on CBS. And, and it was funny. We, we were, like, into late July getting into August, and we hadn't heard a word, like, as far as the actual um, – promotion of the fight and, and, and things of that nature and you know we got the word and announced it's going to be on pay-per-view so um we'll ride or die <laughs> what do you first off what do you think of the undercard and what do you think about it being um on pay-per-view well i personally don't think that it should be on pay-per-view i think that when you choose that quality of opponent um Especially after you kind of like, and, and we can all say it. He, you know, looking back, he he did what he wanted with Manny Pacquiao. Like, let, let's let's keep it honest. You know, hate him or love him, he did what he wanted with him. He he did what he wanted with him. I watched that fight over again. He did what he wanted with him. So with that being said, you know, where I where I get mad is okay. So everybody waited. We waited all the time for that. It was a bust. Give us a free fight. When Tyson came out of prison. And Don King picked him up. He fought on national TV. He didn't fight on pay-per-view until he fought Bruno. He fought the second time. He fought uh, Buster Mathis in Philadelphia on national TV. And I think that this fight needed to be a gimme. Because almost like, man, you like kind of robbing the people, man. Like these people that stuck with you, it kind of would have been a great goodbye for the fans. Um, so that's my only... You know that's my only gripe against it. You know, and um, you know he has to, you know he has to take it seriously like any other fight because we've all learned, and we haven't learned anything. We, we, you know, with boxing, from Marquez, and even though Marquez is not uh, Andre Berto, Berto's not Marquez, and neither one of them are Buster Douglas. Um, we do understand, and neither one of them are Michael Moore, but we do understand, man, that there is. You know, you come in and you have step on a game, on a fight. You take anybody not serious, man. You have the you have the propensity to lose, get knocked out, to get really hurt, man. And uh, he has to take Berto seriously, man. I mean, because Berto at this point has really nothing to lose. I don't think he's coming here to lay down. I'm just being honest. But it would just be nice. I mean, I still think Foy beats him, but that's a different story. But I still be nice to to see it on national TV, you know, to think, you know, to think of Floyd just thinking of his fans rather than, you know, his pockets. Because a lot of people roll with him up until that point. You know, they they roll with him thick or thin, you know, and now it's like, all right, it's your last fight. Give, you know, have it a gimme fight, you know. Make it a gimme fight, you know. Put it on national TV, kind of thank the fans and, you know, just roll out. But, I feel indifferent about it being on um, PPV. And um, I think it's a shame. I think it's a travesty. And I think that um, <clears throat> I thought that he would have better business sense to kind of just connect with those fans that he lost or those fans who never got to see him by having it on national TV. So who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it really comes down to for me, just just like I mean, you 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 touched on one of the points that that I was going to make. Where after the fact that number one, the Pacquiao fight, uh, you know, <laughs> it was a hundred dollar pay per view, and it you know for us, we I mean, we didn't really bicker much about it, but I think in down 
the line. I mean, I don't think that fight is going to be a fight that is going to hold much weight as far as fights will go back to watch. Even for the performance that Floyd had, where I've seen better, you know, where where I can tell, like, I can pinpoint other fights. But, I mean, nevertheless, I think it got to a point where, I mean, at least from from the the reaction of of the public to, you know, paying the money and not getting the reception, I'm like, all right, well, this is a good opportunity for him and to to really launch the PVC brand to just uh, get, like, a decent, you know, two fights and a main event for, you know, the, the, for, like, the first time in years, somebody of Floyd's stature fighting at, you know, on network television. Then I started to think about it, and I forgot um, – I think it was Steve Kim had mentioned it, where they were saying how uh, CBS had, like, so much of a budget as to what, like, they can allocate to, to, you know, air sports or whatever, like, on prime time. Because remember, they air uh, basketball, football, and Floyd is guaranteed $32 million off rip. And, And, again, like, we're not talking about, um, gate sales and, and pay-per-view revenue, which at this point you'd have to exclude unless they were going to go the route of getting, uh, you know, um, sponsorships. And, and according to um, w- one of the reps at CBS, I think that they were um, – I think not. Steven Espinosa said he, he, was, he was saying something along the lines where if they were, were going to do a network television type of deal with Floyd – were to fight, it would have to be, like, next May. And I don't know if, like, they were hitting something or, or, or some, something along those lines, you know, being that this is Floyd's last fight and nobody really thinks that it's going to be his last fight. Um, they said that it would take, like, a, a lengthy amount of time to get all the sponsors on board. And, you know, maybe, you know, I, I guess in my in my own, own way, I was a little naive to, like, you know, think, like, you know, they can get that all done in a matter of months. But, at the same time, I'll be quite honest, man. Like, I I am not 100% sure this fight done anything over 600,000 bucks, man. Because I, I, I think it's reached a point where Floyd's fought, he's fought, um, you know, the Marcos Maidanas of the world, who, granted, aren't widely known, but are known enough to kind of you know, gauge the public to say like, well, you know, this, this this guy can, you know, be an issue. But at the same time, it was always on the, on the, on, on the tail end of the possibility of him fighting Pacquiao at some point. But I think now that he's already fought Pacquiao, man, and the fact that he's fighting Berto and, and look, I'll be the first to tell you, man, like I'm not one of these people that's screaming, to get him the, to get him in the ring with somebody else, if this is his last fight, you know, if for him to fight like a Golovkin or somebody that, you know, some of these people are calling for him to fight, it's just not realistic. But if it's a deal where, um, you know, you're, you're gonna char- you play this charade where you know you're you're gonna sit back and you're gonna wait, you know, till the next you know guy comes around. I mean, I think at that point, man, and I did a video about this, uh, 
you know, at that point, man, I think he's playing with Father Time a little bit. Because I think, in a way, I kind of think he's going to do that. Like, I, I think after this fight, he's going to sit back a little while and kind of just did what he did in 08 and just kind of sit there. And look, I mean, he's in very good shape. Uh, and, and, he, and you think that he could do that. And uh, I, I just don't think – I just think for, like, the first time, like, he's, he's – and maybe they won't announce the, the sales, but I, I don't think this fight is going to do very well on pay-per-view, man, because I think kind of like what happened with Pacquiao – and, and, and the Algeri fight that where it was just horrible sales. I mean, I think it's kind of like the same deal with this, where it's just. I think the only people that are going to buy this fight are the are like the hardcore Mayweather fans, and those those his fans don't make up for a million people that'll buy pay per views. So, the card itself isn't that bad. I mean, the bad the bad out, excuse me, the bad out Jack and George Gross fight is kind of interesting. Uh, the Rocky, the, the, the Orlando Salido, Rocky Martinez, too, is, I mean, that could be a back-and-forth fight, but, again, man, I think it all comes down to just the price tag. So, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that it's going on pay-per-view, but, I mean, at the same time, man, I mean, it's kind of like, we, we, I, think some of us, I think a lot of us expected it at the same time, you know? Yeah, you know what's funny though? Coltrane only thinks he's going is not going to do four hundred. No, Coltrane does. Dax doesn't think he's going to do four hundred PTVs at all. You you don't think he's going to do four hundred thousand? Dax doesn't. Oh, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I don't think it's going to do really good at all, man. I mean, because I, I again, and I, and I think for Pacquiao. I think when he comes back, I mean, I think he's got to fight on HBO too because I think he's another guy where. You're going to put him on pay-per-view, but, like, nobody's going to be, like, anticipating Pacquiao to come back and fight. And that's what I'm saying, where it's like they're continuing the fight, but it's like you've already, you've already worn out your welcome in a way. If you, if you, you know, and, and it's no disrespect to Floyd. I mean, I just think it comes down to, you know, as boxing fans, we just want to see the, fest, the best fight the best. And, you know, there's fans who criticize other fans when you're like, oh, well, why do you want Floyd to fight like the top guy when he's already fought this and that and that guy? Well, I'm like, well, what's the point of staying in the sport for? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, at that point, just bow out. And, and that's why I don't mind him fighting an Andre Berto. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you I'm, I'm calling my cable subscriber right now to, like, buy the fight. But at the same time, I'm not going to – I'm not going to, like, throw, uh, you know, throw stones at Floyd for taking this fight. I, me, personally, I just don't think this is his last fight, and I just don't think this fight is worth the $75 price tag. I just don't. And, you know, and I'm a hardcore boxing fan, but, again, man, like, it, it starts to come down, you know, and maybe this is kind of the tagline of 2015, quality over quantity, man. Cotto uh, Canelo is going to get my money for several reasons, but not this fight and not even the entire cause. And, you know, and I'm not telling people not to buy the fight. I mean, I'm not going to tell you, you know, I'm not going to, you know, criticize you either. But uh, again, man, um, I think as fans, man, sometimes you're going to get thrown a little bone here. And, and, and at least for me, man, I think it would have been a nice little launch for the, for the whole brand of PBC. 
and especially Floyd's fighters, you know, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Bad Al Jack, to get you know national coverage, it would have been it would have been a really good look. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a shame. But the other thing too is, is that you gotta think it's a it's an Al Heyman production, and I was just telling telling uh, I think Docs man that. Who knows, man? Al Heyman might be trying to get Virgil paid, you know? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a, that's another thing, you know. I mean, there was a point in time when Virgil and Mayweather were like really I'm not saying they're not friends, but you know, they were they were or they probably are still close, you know. These guys are probably all laughing behind their backs, right to the bank, well, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean that's that, I mean that's another great point too. I mean it's 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 uh, kind of a deal where and, and, and it's like you look at Amir Khan and, and, and poor Amir Khan, man. Yeah, man. You, you, and, and you know he's another guy, man. He gets criticized a lot on, on the internet. It's, it, but at the same time, too, though, like he kind of brings that on himself, where where it's like he tries to put himself in this position, but then it's like, man, you you can't be looking like how you looked against Chris Algieri. No disrespect to Chris Algieri, because I mean, what a hell of a turnaround when he got with uh, John David Jackson, but. Yeah, man, Amir Khan and the guy we held to like a high, put on a high pedestal too. And I, I mean, I still think coming off of the Algeria fight, I mean, I think the entire panel would agree that Amir Khan is obviously a more dangerous fight than Andre Berto. I don't think there's any disputing that. But again, I mean, that's a that's a great point. I mean, for Andre Berto, and, and here's the interesting thing with Berto. I don't know if you caught this, but he said something where he's like. You know, I'm a I'm a eight figure I'm a eight figure guy. You know, I'm living good. You know, I'm coming to fight. And then I, you know, I start to think like, all right, well, now let's see, let's see, you know, let, let's you know put your money where your mouth is because he is going to get his biggest payday. Um, That's my point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, when you, when you look when you look at it going into the ring, I mean, even when it's it just. I've never seen, and I know you've seen the odds. Like, there's odds that are like in the realm of like seventy-five to eighty to one in favor of Floyd, which is like we're talking about Buster Douglas uh, Tyson type of uh, <laughs> type of odds, you know, for for this fight. And you know, look, Berto. Again, man, this is boxing. Anything can happen. Does Berto have enough power to clip Floyd on the jaw and like things? can change absolutely you know but let's not i mean we've seen him against the you know victor ortiz and robert guerrero but again man, i mean this is <laughs> this, this this is floyd mayweather and and just like everybody else man i mean you you, you you're going to look ordinary against somebody that <laughs> you know if you can't get past their defense and we've seen guys that that like Berto should have beaten handily, and they just give just give him simple looks, and, and they cause problems. And, yeah, and, and then the other thing too, you gotta remember that here, here's a guy that we just saw in his last fight against somebody that was supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't care anybody say you can talk about his shoulder, not his shoulder. Even I mean, there were so many people that had questions about it, but he just made him look bad, man, like really bad. And and this guy is not sk- more skilled than that guy. I'm sorry. With one or two arms. I'm sorry. So, you know, and and we all know how, how you know, PBF is, you know, or should I say, you know, uh, money, you know, how he is. You know, he, 
he calls you out and he's already training for two months, you know? Right, right. right. You know, so he probably called Berto. Remember, Berto was at the point, he was like, man, you know, money team keeps calling me to fight. Remember, he put that out there. He's like, and I'm not trying to really, he didn't really want to fight, remember? Yep, yep. So who knows? <laughs> I, I I do want to talk about one thing, because um, I know it's kind of, you know, a, a slow weekend, but what, when we talk about Keith Thurman, you know, it's funny how Keith Thurman keeps calling out Floyd. He has these uh, delusions of grandeur, you know, in terms of fighting Floyd. But he has, like, other people calling him out. Like, first is Earl Spence, all right? And, okay, he doesn't want to fight Earl Spence. But Porter's like, listen, man, let's get it on. We can get on in the fall. And there's, for some reason, I don't know what it is, I'm going to go back to what Virgil Hunter said, and I have to look. I wish there was footage of that, of that Chris Algieri fight. I'm going to find it, that press conference, and I'm going to put it up on our page where he talked about how Keith Thurman in his um, mishaps when he was, you know, coming up through the ranks. Like he said, you know, it was something out there. And it's just something to be said. And the reason why I bring it up is because he, he sure does, like, like really try to get away from, like, these, like, young people. Like, he don't want none of these young lions. And, and that's really bothering me for somebody that's supposed to be such a killer. Well, interestingly, I, he, I don't know if he should be a killer. Yeah, I heard. I mean, there, there's word that he's, uh, you know, there, there's talks of um, of uh, Broner, his, his next fight's going to be in October, apparently against, forgot the guy's name. I mean, he, he's, he's another Russian. He's fought. It's, 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 is it Broner Prognikov? No, 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 not the Prognikov. It's the guy who fought Jesse Vargas. Are you sure? Not, Justin, not, 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 not Jesse Vargas. Um, was it the guy who fought Jesse Vargas? No, it's I thought he was supposed to fight Prognikov. No, no, no. That was it. Was that was just talk? It, this is it. Was it's they're fighting? They're fighting for the WBA. Um, the 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 WBA 140 pound title. Or an eliminator, okay. something along those lines. Or if it's, I don't know if it's a vacant title because Danny, did Danny have the the WBA and WBC? Well, Danny, well, Danny had the B. No, he had the WBC. I think he might have had the BA, but he. What does okay? Terence Crawford fights uh, fights that weight, right? And what what yeah. does he have? He doesn't have I a think belt. He, I could have sworn he was he was get, he was going to fight for one. No, because he has. I think he just got to one forty. He did just get to one forty. Okay. Um, crap. Well, because this is what's happening. Matisse is fighting Pastal. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, um, this guy who, who, who ironically, I think Broner was supposed to fight. Uh, uh, Pascal. He's fighting him. For the, the the vacant WBC title, so I think in, inevitably it might end up being Crawford and him for that belt, which might be kind of crazy. But at the same time, Broner's not going to fight any of those guys because obviously because of the, the the network the you know the network situation. So it kind of becomes where you know there's segregated belts and segregated networks. Yeah, you're right. Yep. But it um, 
I mean, but yeah, man. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, it, it could. It could. I mean, it could get interesting, but I think. Um, I mean, as far as I mean, as far as as far as Mayweather Berto is concerned, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see as far as like how that kind of like just materializes. I mean, they already did like the, the mini, and I don't know if you caught the press conference, man, but like that was one of the quietest press conferences I've ever seen, where the fighters were coming in and it was just you kind of like you know what it sounded like? It sounded like the crowd when. Uh, and coming to America after um, <laughs> after uh, Sexual Chocolate performs, and, uh, Randy Watson finishes performing, and then you know you hear the crowd. I swear that's what I thought when I heard the people with it when they were introducing Groves and and Ben Jack and everybody, and it was just like people were like kind of like oh like they had to be there, you know. And <laughs> I, I think that's I mean again, man, like I think I. When I see things like that, I just don't see how the, that event is going to be really um, that that huge of a success. And maybe they're looking at it like they made the money off of the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. I mean, which look, I mean they, I mean they they made a they made a killing off of that fight. And I I I, I don't see I don't see where they're they're going to really go the extra mile to promote this fight. And I I don't know if that's really their goal as far as to to say like you know you know we're gonna get a million sales I mean I I don't think there's anybody I I'd ask I don't think there's any Mayweather fan that well let me backtrack <laughs> I don't think there's any logical Mayweather fan that would argue that this fight is not gonna do a million buys or 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 saying that you know the fight you know will do a million buys I mean. Th- I, again, man, I think he's reached his peak, man. As, as far as you, you fought the guy, and after this is just, uh, you know, it, it, I guess it, it, in essence it would be his swan song. But I think as long as he, and this is my biggest point that, like, I'll end, you know, the, the whole Mayweather Berto situation with is that as long as Floyd can make the money he's making right now fighting, he's going to continue fighting. And that's what I, that's like my main point because he's healthy enough and and I think he'll step back and he'll just check the situation out. And, and again, man, like he is toying around with father time doing that. But I think if he is, is in the, in the realm of like making that type of money, he's going to, he's going to continue fighting. So Maybe it becomes another round robin tournament in the welterweights, and that he fights whoever's like left there after a year and a half or so. But uh, that, that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Is so I don't know if you had anything else on that on Mayweather, on Mayweather Berto. No, that, that's that's it. I mean, I know we we probably beat like a uh, you know a dead horse and be be reported to the humane society. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So um, another – well, one thing um, – I mean, like I said, we we don't have much coming up this week besides uh, uh, the Tarver and uh, Cunningham fight. But um, another fight that was announced, man, and again, I mean, uh, it comes right back to the quality versus quantity, man. I mean, we're getting a lot of these PBC cards, but it was announced that we're going to see Anthony Durrell versus Marco Antonio Rubio. And again, why? Why? We need that recording, the why preacher. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you know, 
the the the, the as Coltrane called them, the Durrells or the or or the Zeb Judas at the higher weight division. You know, just so much promise and talent, but you know, you just you just wonder which one is going to you know which one of these guys are going to actually show up. You know. Yeah, I I I I just think it, it, it's just hilarious though because it's you know we're, we're you know several months removed from Dolaska knocking out Marco Antonio Rubio and you know there was a lot of criticism on you know on that fight happening and then I see this fight and when they said Rubio I'm thinking like okay well maybe it's another Rubio and then when I see it I'm like why would you even approach this fight I mean like. Even in the case where Darrell knocks him out, like, what what does that prove? You know, I mean, again, the, the, these are the type of fights that I I don't want to see on like regular TV. As far as I don't know if it's gonna be on a Saturday during the day. I, I I can't I, I can't remember if if it was during the um, like at what actual day, but. Uh, these are not the type of fights, man, that, that I'm, like, running home to go see, man. And I, <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I, don't, I really, I look at the landscape of, you know, who, you know the fights that can be made, uh, you know, within the PBC brand. And, again, we're only, like, not even a year into, the, in, into you know, them uh, ushering in, you know, the PBC brand on network TV. But... I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. I mean, I haven't been really satisfied with some of these fights that have been either announced or have happened, with the exception of Mars versus Santa Cruz that we're going to get at the end of this month. So it's like I think we're being thrown a lot, but, you know, there's little diamonds in the rough that, you know, we have to pick out where we're like, okay, yeah, that that's like that's a, that's a decent one, that's a good one, that's a good one, so. I don't know what you thought like it as far as uh as far as uh the, the continuation of the PVC uh uh the uh, matchmaking I guess if you will. Nope. Guess we lost Ryder Die real quick. But um, I mean, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like again, man. I mean, I think our, our biggest our biggest thing with uh, the, with the PBC brand is, I mean, we love we love boxing on network television, but you know, I'm somebody who will make time to watch a fight, you know, because I mean, we're just avid fans like that. But at the same time, and uh, you know, that's not a fight that like I really care to see. And when I start looking down the line of some of these fights that are, are, are kind of like on the brink of either happening or, we, you know, fights that have been announced, uh, again, it, 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 it's, it's becoming a deal where we used to love Friday night fights and, and things no, like sorry, that. that, that, that technology, man. I'm sorry. Keep going. No, 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 no. All good, man. No, I was just saying... Um, you know, we you know when we were watching, um, it got to a point where we would watch Friday night fights, and we loved, you know, boxing every Friday night. But man, it got to a point where some of the some of the quality of fights got to a point where like I didn't care to like, um, 
either stay home on a Friday night or maybe wait to, like, finish watching a fight and, at least for me, run and go, and, and go pack up and, and go to my gig. But other than that, like, I, I think what, what we're seeing is just it was, we're getting beat over the head with boxing, but it's almost like we, we need to find that medium where it's like I want quality matchups. And I don't know if you read about this, but they already have the, the, the Fox Sports deal that's now going to usher in, I mean, not on USA, but <laughs> Tuesday night fights where it's going to go, uh, it's going to segue into 2016. So we're going to have boxing on, on, yeah, on Tuesday nights, which again, man, like great, you know, and, and I think that's probably more for, for, you know, the up and coming guys and, 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 uh, and, you know, fights like that. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, there's fights on the horizon that, that, I think, you know, a lot of us are looking forward to, and, you know, we still haven't heard the official, official confirmation as far as Cotto Canelo. I think that's the one we're all really waiting for. Um, but at the same time, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I, I think I, I, I think we just need to get some consistency with these matchups, and, and I think especially for the Durrells, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you, when you think about who's at 168 pounds, I mean, yo, there's still Andre Ward there, and you and I, I think the sad thing is, is those none of those guys, none of them will ever fight him. You know, wh- whether it's because of Rock Nation and Al Heyman, and, or, or even when they had the opportunity to fight during the Super Six, it didn't happen. So, um, I just don't know what I, I I don't see what their immediate future is going to hold as far as them being top level stars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Yup. So. I mean, yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty slow week. We, uh, Like I said, we had the Cunningham power fight coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, the rest of the month, though, um, you know, we have, obviously I'm uh, you know, really looking forward to the Avenue Mars Santa Cruz fight. That's a 10 o'clock ESPN Saturday night fight, um, which, you know, like I said, I mean, those, those are, uh, that's one of the diamonds in the rough as far as um, the, the PVC cards so far, you know, um, and, 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 again, man, like, let me reiterate. I don't want to make it sound like I'm hating on the PVC. I mean, I'm all about consistency and quality, man. And, and that's across the board. I mean, that goes for uh, Golden Boy. That goes for Top Rank. That goes for everybody, man. And, you know, I, I love it, – it's kind of like with other sports, man. Like, you don't want to see the same teams playing each other time and time and time again. It gets, you know, it gets redundant. And – and I think um, at least, I mean, not not to, like, bring UFC into the topic, but, I mean, I'm somebody who watches them. But, you know, what happens sometimes is they start setting up, like, irrelevant rematches. And and, and I think when you start fighting that paradigm where you're, you're just, again, fighting within the house, you're going to start to see that. And, and maybe they're, like, unwarranted rematches because they just don't have anybody else for them to fight. Or maybe they just aren't quality type of fights. So, uh, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, that, that that's like that's kind of like our thing, man. I mean, we're we're you know we're we're hardcore fans, and and I, I think when when the whole PBC was launched, I mean, I think our biggest thing was just set up the good fights. And and again, man, like I, there's still time, man. I mean, there's it, it, we're not even a year into the actual product, so I mean, I think we we still have a lot of time for. Uh, more matchups, and, and, and really, when you look at the welterweight division, like we've been saying, man, I mean, we, all those guys are 
mainly came and died. So hopefully we'll start to see um, some fights. But to talk about Keith Thurman, there's rumors that he may fight Sean Porter on one on on Broner's uh, on the on the undercard, or maybe I don't know if it would be the main fight of uh, the ne- next Broner fight. Who that Porter and Bro- Porter and Thurman? Yeah. I thought that Thurman didn't really want to fight Porter. I mean, that's something I was, I was, it was, you know, I guess like little rumblings that were, that were, uh, I was, I was reading actually before the show started. Um, you know, I gotta check the validity of it, but, uh, you know, that again, like, I mean, you touched it on Thurman. I mean, I think with Thurman, yeah, I mean, he's a guy that, I mean, and look, I mean, he, he, he's, he's saying he wants to fight the top guys. So I think for him, uh, I think he's, he's in an urgent state where, he, we already seen him fight the Guerreros and and, and the Sotokaras and these guys, but I mean, I think like you know, I was always saying Madonna, but like he's not going to be an option till next year if he ever wants to fight. And and then, and then you think of like Danny Garcia now back, at, you know, or not back, but like now at him at welterweight, and you and you think of Kel Brook, who's kind of like the odd man out because he's not a Heyman guy, but like he's the IBF champion, but. Uh, you know, and then you got Sean Porter, and then you got Amir Khan. So that division, man, is really stacked, and we're not even talking about what's over across the pond, or, or I should say, you know, across across the across the state with uh, with top ranks with Saddam Ali and Timothy Bradley, and that's a fight that I, I was reading that they're 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 trying to make. I don't know if it was the WBA or the WBO is mandating like that fight get made, and. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 um it, it's going to be interesting in the next couple of years as far as uh, the fights that are going to be uh, uh, made or, or potentially be made on, on both sides of the fence. So, anything else you wanted to add before we uh, wrap it up tonight, Rod? No, I, I don't want to add anything else. You know, I think that um only thing I want to add is you know I think on these down weeks. I think that what we're going to do, and, and we talked about it, I think we're going to, you know, I think we're going to start, number one, I think starting this Wednesday, um, if I'm not mistaken, we're supposed, to, we're supposed to do our snap, what was that, our hangout. The hangout, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, maybe we'll get more into, like, some of the stuff that, you know, your fans, Roberto, had wanted to see us talk about or hear us talk about, you know, in different fights and, you know, maybe some older stuff and, you know, our opinions on the, the rankings and the top 25s and, you know, all that stuff. You know, maybe we'll get into that. Um, the one thing about boxing, there's always stuff to talk about because although it may be a down week, the good thing about it is is that there's a wealth of knowledge, there's stuff on the horizon, and we can always talk about, you know, things that are not only, like, just current events, but just things that happened in the past. Like, you know, this this week, you know, I'm going to start putting back, uh, I've been slacking on uh, Throwback Thursday. But, you know, we're going to start putting, you know, there's so many things that we can discuss in terms of fights, fighters, situations, trainers, you know, all that stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it's just such a soap opera and it's a revolving door. And I think that it's um, so many things that we can discuss, man. So although it's a, it's a down week, we still have a lot of stuff to talk about in the hour, which which shows you how, how great of a sport boxing really is. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's uh, 
like I said, man, we're 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 uh, degenerates, and um, you know, I mean, we still, I mean, we're we're in August, man, man. We still have we still have months to go as far as the rest of the year is concerned. It's just crazy that 2015 is already past that half year, that half point, man. Like it's it's it's, it's just uh, crazy how every year the, the years just go by faster and faster, but um. Yeah, man. Yep. So I mean that that that's uh that's pretty much the show. We're gonna yeah. So tune in. We're gonna be, I'm, I'm, we're gonna be posting up the links as far as uh the the, the Wednesday uh, hangout. You know maybe we'll have a topic and maybe, and again man like the way this sport is, <laughs> we get we get announcements on the daily. So you know just tune in. You know we're gonna be uh, talking about anything concerning the sport, anything going on. And really, just topics that, you know, if you guys want to, you know, talk about a certain subject, I mean, feel free, man. I mean, we're we're open book. And uh, from that absolutely, point, man, absolutely. you know, anything else you want to add, like, uh, before we wrap it up? No, other than I'm, I'm happy that uh, Friday we get to go see NWA. <laughs> I'm probably going to go. I'm going to see you sometime this week, maybe Sunday. And check the soundtrack, too, by the way. Yeah, you know what's funny? Why can't I find the soundtrack? You got it's on, it's on Apple. I I heard it I heard it um through um through other sources, but <laughs> uh basically it's um it's it's streamed on uh, Apple Music. So I went to like Target. They don't have a soundtrack. No, they they don't they don't it didn't it didn't I don't I think they it just leaked online as far as like. They put it through the Beats music, and then and oh, then I think man. iTunes is coming up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that, yo, that's that's kind of the thing, man. Is it, is, I mean, off topic, man. I was, I was at my grandparents' um, yesterday, and and they were they wanted me to like give them some music. And the thing with me, man, I mean, I, with the exception of your CDs and somebody yeah. else, I haven't burned CDs in like three, four years. Because of just how things are now, so like to go, there's record stores here that are literally closing down like by the month. Yeah, you know it's funny you say that. Is record stores, and not to cause a conflict of interest. I mean, we're seeing record stores close down, but sooner or later you're gonna see libraries go. Like we saw, we saw Blockbuster go. Record yeah, that's stores are definitely yeah. Record stores are definitely going because. When you made, like, shout out to Roberto, who made me the illest barbecue, summer barbecue CD. I mean, I wish uh, I could bottle it up for you guys and send it to you, man. My wife is really particular about music. Roberto's 80, 80 CD is ridiculous. But anyway, it's funny because without those CDs, like, basically, I'm just playing things off my MP3s and off my, my, um, my iPod. And it's a shame because if you... Like, for some reason, like what happened to me, if you have a Windows computer and it gets a virus, you lose all that stuff, and you just left with your iPod. So I hear what you're saying about that, man. You know, when we talk about the NWA and nostalgia of records and CDs and, you know, cassettes, and, and, you know, now we're reduced to, you know, finding stuff on streaming music. Like, I can't even find the hard copy of this album. Now it makes sense of what you're telling me. Like it hasn't been released yet. 
Yeah. Goodness <laughs> yeah, Pretty much, man. I mean, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's. I, I have a lot of hard copies of, I mean, I, I was somebody, I mean, I, I, we're, we're all we're all in the same age bracket, so, I mean, I have, I mean, every, with the exception of A-tracks, man, I mean, I have everything from vinyl to tape to CD, now to just, like, MP3s, but at least for the DJ side of things, the MP3s came in incredibly handy when you talk about the, the storage of all the music that you have. I mean, because, like, we, I, I came from the era where you had to carry crates up three flights of stairs, and and I'm talking about, like, like 10 of them, you know, and, and it was a, a godsend when, when the whole Serato thing came out, and that's been, it's been like a, a lifesaver for DJs as far as just like the, the carry around. But at the same time, man, like there ain't nothing like, I mean, I posted a picture the other day of, you know, cause the, you know, this is the, the 20th anniversary of the, the purple tape. And I posted a picture of, I, I still have my actual purple tape with the cover, with the tape, everything. Like, and I posted a picture of like, oh, that's in pristine condition. And, and you know, even back then, man, like, cause I was a car, I was a car, uh, I collected baseball and basketball cards. Like I have, that's a, that's a, that's a whole other subject. I, I, just, I just knew to collect, man. And like, I, when you look at the tapes I have, man, like they're all in pristine condition. Cause I just always had that mindset. Like, yo, these one day are going to be like, you're not going to be able to find these, man. And then like, I look at some of these now and I'm like, wow, man, crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. Well, I guess that's as Buzz Money would say. That's all, folks. Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, man. That's the show, man. So, our, our apologies for the for the for the getting off off topic, man. But like I said, a little little slow week, but uh, we got some fights coming up. Like, like I said, this weekend. So then Friday on Spike TV, I believe, right? On Spike TV, yes, sir. Spike TV, yeah. Antonio Tarver, Steve Cunningham. Uh, so tune into that. I believe that's nine o'clock Eastern time. And then, uh, like I said, man, later this month, we have uh, Leo Santa Cruz and Abner Mars on ESPN. That's one I'm definitely looking forward to. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, like, like I said, man, we, we get announcements every single week. Tune in to um, every social media account that we have, our Facebook that I've been uh, posting uh, just random things, news, uh, anything uh, having to do with boxing, old school stuff. And uh, obviously, our uh, the, the Twitter account uh, at Guards Grill Boxing, the Instagram at Guards Grill uh, Boxing, and then uh, you can follow me, uh, Roberto underscore Flack, as well as Roberto Flack TV on YouTube. And this Wednesday, man, I'll I'll be posting up the links. Uh, you guys can participate. We're just gonna, I mean, it, it might be freestyle show. We might have a topic uh, concerning. Uh, <laughs> You know uh, what's going on, um, but yeah, man, I, we just want to we just want to interact with the fans because you know we we get a lot of uh, a lot of feedback from everybody. You know, there's there's a lot of a lot, there's a the, the boxing fan is is a, a a breed unlike any other in sports, man. So it, it's funny the different boxing fans you meet, like whether it's like online or, or even like in general, like when I'm spinning at, like, events and, and stuff and people just strike up a conversation about, like, a fight they saw and, and then they start talking about another fighter and then you're like, oh, so you watch the sport and blah, blah, blah. So that's 
that's kind of like that's the fans we are. You know, we 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 analyze the fights, but you know, we're we're down to earth dudes. And like I said at the beginning of the show, rest in peace, Deshaun Price. And um, if you're not familiar with the man, go just search his music. <laughs> um, you'll find a lot. Search Help the Skelter. Um, uh, an ama- amazing lyricist and a tragic loss for hip-hop. And uh, until next week, my name is Roberto Flack, my man Ride or Die, and we will see you, and we'll see you uh, this Wednesday, and uh, I'll be sending the links out. Adios. Adios.